gracious hosts, unique lodging, and tasty cuisine. New Mexico bed and breakfasts are New Mexico true. Our innkeepers are as special as New Mexico, and we're sharing their stories. Read about them and plan your trip at nmbba.org. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our Big Blend Radio Travel New Mexico show. Of course, we're here every fourth Thursday. And today we're going to be talking about spring in southwest and central New Mexico. So it's like two different experiences, but they're shaded, shared in the state of New Mexico. You know it, the land of enchantment. We're also going to shine the spotlight on two unique bed and breakfasts. And, you know, when I say unique, that's really what it's about. Bed and breakfasts are unique. And so so is spring in, in their communities and regions. So our first guest is Kathy Hyatt. She is uh, the co-owner of Bodker Mansion of Old Town in Albuquerque. You've heard her and Steve on the show before. And I encourage you to go to their website, Bodker.com. And that's B-O-T-T-G-E-R. Welcome back, Kathy. How are you? I'm just fine. How is your garden growing? <laughs> uh, it's not growing a whole lot right now. It's February the 28th, but I do have um, hyacinths and crocuses and even a daffodil up. Ah, so, you know, it's coming. I remember we we stayed with you in spring last year. No, two mm -hmm. years ago. Is it two mm -hmm. years ago? I can't keep up. But I, I can't either. Yeah. But your garden was starting to come to, you know, get out of the, the winter effect and you had birds and things were starting to come out. And mm -hmm. we went to the botanical gardens, which was beautiful. And I remember they had all the Iceland poppies and that beautiful uh, Japanese garden there. So, you know, I, I think spring, when does it kind of affect like if really hit in, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, where you are? Um, It will really start picking up in mid-March or so. Okay. Um, when it gets a little bit warmer, um, things will really start to take off. Okay, cool. So, it's a surprise. It's a, so, you know, well, this year's been a little <laughs> wacky. I think we're all ready for you know winter to kind of move on, get out. <laughs> we want spring now. So I want to go over. So everyone, Kathy and Steve's uh, Botker Mansion is in Albuquerque, right by the plaza. You can walk to the plaza. You can walk to Route 66 from, from where you are. And it's a it's a beautiful historic inn, and when we talk about the garden, it's a certified certified wildlife habitat uh, through the National Wildlife Federation. But now we're going to go down southwest uh, to Becky O'Connor, Becky and Michael own and run uh, the Casitas uh, Casitas de Gila guest houses, which is in Gila, which is near Silver City ish, but also near the cliff dwellings. And you can go to casitasdehila.com. So welcome back, Becky. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, doing good. Last time you were on the show, you said you rarely get snow, and that's not the fact anymore, is it? No, that wasn't what happened this winter. We've had quite a few a few little snowfalls. They're not not much, and it's gone really quickly, but um, just enough to remind you that we get winter. Yes, never say that on our podcast again. <laughs> no, no, you're right. I won't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, but I love I love the picture you have of you know the flowers. Is that something you're expecting for spring? Oh, absolutely. This year we have had since last June, we have had so much moisture. I mean, lots and lots of moisture, 18 inches last year between June and October. And and then we continued to get it through the winter between rain and snow. We are going to have beautiful flowers this year. We will have wildflowers everywhere. And, and I think it'll go through, through summer, hmm? too, through summer. Yeah, um, well, it's flowers are totally a factor of rain, of moisture. So 
we've had so much moisture. We're guaranteed to have the, the wildflowers start blooming in March and into April. In the picture behind me, they are Mexican poppies and um, grown along the road. And we will for sure have those all over the place. Now, whether it continues to do that into May and June is debatable because if we don't get any more rain, then it won't. It won't. It's just totally dependent on that rain. Mm -hmm. it's, I think it's it's exciting for the land. The Southwest needed some rain. I know California needed some rain too. So yeah. uh, I'm excited about this. I know Nancy and I will be crossing through your beautiful state this year. So uh, we're excited about that as well. But I, I want to touch and we'll get into spring a little bit about what to experience in your regions. Uh, but this is the thing when I talked about, you know, staying in a bed and breakfast is a unique experience and um, it's a personalized experience. And each of you really do have a completely opposite kind of experience, right? So Kathy, give everyone a little background about Botker Mansion because this is quite some history. How old is the actual man, the mansion? Um, it was built in 1912 as a family home. Um, and it's pretty much in its um, original, um, uh, the original configuration. It hasn't been changed much on the inside except with the uh, addition of bathrooms. Um, and hardly on the outside at all. Um, so it's uh, one of a number of historic buildings in the Old Town Historic District. Um, and we are literally, you can see the plaza from our front gate and I'm sitting here looking out at Route 66 out my dining room window. Now, I know on our Spotify show, our big daily blend show, we're gonna play Route 66 for you. Um, but you were saying earlier before we were recording that Route 66 is about to have a big party. Right. In 2026 is the 100th anniversary of, um, of Route 66. And we actually have a Route 66 suite on the front of the house, which looks out over Route 66. So we've got, um, it's kind of a, a retro 1950s, early 60s look uh, as far as the decor and some, a lot of memorabilia from that era. Um, and we're really excited. The city of Albuquerque is gearing up for the 100th anniversary. It's going to be a a very big do. We have a brand new visitor center out on the west end um, of Albuquerque. Um, it's out at the top of Nine Mile Hill. Um, Route 66 goes for about 20 miles all the way through Albuquerque from where it joins up on, on um, Interstate 40 on the west side, becomes Central Avenue all the way through the city, and then it joins up again. Well, it parallels um, I-40 through to Harris Canyon. Um, and then it and then it joins I-40 again, uh, just east of that. So it's it is apparently the, the longest remaining active stretch of Route 66 in the country. It, it's exciting because I've also seen, you know, I know we're talking about inns, but also motels have kind of come back. You know, it, people are looking for that unique experience, like what you offer. And I know Nancy snagged that room when we came to stay with you, she's like, I'm taking the Route 66 room, you go upstairs. But I remember my room being quite, you know, lavish and it's like so well decorated that it's not overdone and it was so comfortable. And yet you had the stories of the people that were connected to the inn uh, in the rooms upstairs. So tell us a mm -hmm. little bit, you've had, I, I know you've had some famous people there. And how many rooms is it? Isn't it, how many, I don't, don't. don't we have seven me. rooms. Okay, see, I was going to say five, but they have seven and yeah. with with the exception of the Route sixty six suite, um, they're all named after people who were important to Albuquerque history. Mm 
Um, so we've got the Huning, the Hazeldean, um, the Huning and Hazeldean room. Those were two of the three guys that were uh, instrumental in getting the railroad to come into Albuquerque in 1879. Um, I've got the Clyde and Carey Tingley room. He was the mayor of Albuquerque for a long time and governor of New Mexico for a couple of terms. Um, we've got the Rody room. Um, he was important in getting the University of New Mexico established in Albuquerque and also uh, working, legislating for New Mexico statehood. And the Erna Ferguson room, she actually was a granddaughter of uh, Franz Huning, and she actually uh, was very well educated, and she um, worked with the Fred Harvey Company to do the, they were called Indian Detours. So to encourage people to come in on the train, stay in the Harvey Hotels, and spend more time in New Mexico, um, they had great big Packard cars, and she was a tour guide, and they had a driver, and would take people out to the reservations um, and get a real sense of what um, what the Pueblos were like here. She um, was born and raised in Albuquerque and had a really good relationship with um, the Native American tribes around the state. So um, because they had a relationship with her and they trusted her, um, um, they allowed her and Harvey Company to bring people out to their Pueblos. Oh, it's amazing. And mm -hmm. when you talked about the, the Mr. Tingley, there's a Tingley Park that we went to with all this fabulous art and ducks and geese. It's a nice little place if you got kids to run them around. But, you know, I just we went out there. But there's that public art was amazing. And you've got was it how many 300, 600 pieces of public art? All throughout there the, is a lot. Th yeah, there, there's quite a lot of public art in Albuquerque. And they actually um enacted a special tax a while back and it was called 1% for the arts. Um, and it allowed them to pay people, pay artists um, to create this art. So we have um, fantastic murals around Albuquerque and a lot more coming up um, all the time. And there are several um, walking tours where you can take yourself around Albuquerque, either walking around or driving around because there's quite a lot of it. Um, and see all of the murals. And we have a lot of statues and, and public art as well. I was driving down 2nd Avenue, 2nd Street uh, about three weeks ago. And they're now putting a multi-use path along one of the canals there, the irrigation canals, um, and they're putting up public art. I love it. I love it when you have it on trails like that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, the other kind of art you can do on a, on a path is seeing those petroglyphs and uh, petroglyph national monument i mean that's a whole other that's some ancient art when you walk through there and i i still it amazes me to see these swath of like incredible pieces of history and you know communication uh from so such long ago right in the middle of albuquerque like it's mm -hmm. it's kind of it's there's suburbs around it and here it is history right there it's pretty mind-blowing it's only about a, it's only about a 10 minute drive from here to get yeah. to the petroglyphs and there are three areas out there and depending on what time of day you go there you'll see different ones because yeah. when the sun is shining directly on them it kind of washes them out you know because the uh, the sun is more intense on them and you might not see some but when they're in shadow you're there at a different time of day you'll see you'll see those or you'll see different ones along the trails yeah, it's, it's amazing. I want to go over to Becky in Southwest New Mexico. Becky, uh, let's see, here's the difference. So you've got this historic mansion 
in the heart of Old Town. And Becky's like, I'm out in the remote woods of New Mexico, <laughs> literally, right? That's right. Absolutely. Here we are sitting on 265 acres with wow. a creek, with a running creek down below us and wildlife. And uh, we took the dogs on our morning walk this morning and about 10 deer ran up the hill. Um, the dogs like that. Thankfully, they do not chase <laughs> them. Um, but that was fun. That was fun. And um, we see stuff. We see stuff all the time here. Um, it's great. We couldn't we couldn't be a more exact opposite from Bakker Mansion. Mm -hmm. Absolutely but, opposite. But that's the point of I think these conversations are so great. So people can understand you're not getting cookie cutter hotels. Uh, you know, it's it's not, you know, like at Bodker's, you get a home-cooked breakfast and at Becky's, you can do your own in your own casita. So it's, you know, I have these really unique experiences according to who you are as the traveler, what, what you want. But the one thing I think that stays constant with innkeepers is the innkeepers are, yes, everyone's different, right? But the constant is the innkeepers are like their own welcome center and um, really helpful and knowledgeable about the area. So that's where I think it, the service and understanding what you can see and yeah. do is, is a mm -hmm. commonality. We are. And I say, can, I'd like to say something about Gila. We got to stay with Becky and Michael once and it was incredible. The stars out there are spectacular. That's the one thing in the city we might see a few stars, but they're only the very biggest, brightest ones. But out there, it is just from one edge to the other. It's the stars are just incredible. Yeah, it's it's amazing. We get um, we have regular um, astrophotographers that come back all the time. Um, I mean, when they're here, they just they they book their next trip before they leave on this one because the skies are so clear. And we get a lot of people just who just live in cities and can't see the Milky Way, can't see the stars, and just want to see that. Um, it's, it's really, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. There's absolutely no light pollution here at all. We're that yeah. far away from everything. How far are you from like Silver City for people understanding where you're located? Albuquerque is pretty easy off of I-40. I, I think you're, you're pretty easy to get to, but then I'll go down any dirt road, but you don't need necessarily have to, right? Tell, tell everybody where, where you so, are. So we're about 40 minutes from Silver City. Ah, now, you got to keep in mind that that's there's no traffic lights. There's no nothing. It's just a straight road from us to Silver City. And so it's a quick drive and it's far enough away that there's we get none of their noise, none of their traffic, none of their lights, none of that. I mean, you are truly um, escaping what many people live in every single day. You can come here mm -hmm. and for as long as you're here, you can escape that. Um, and so we had a guest once who told us that as long as people lived in cities, we would have guests. I think so. I, <laughs> well, it's important. And I think the other thing about what's neat with what you're doing is, is also protecting some habitat for wildlife and nature. You know, I think there's, and I like what you're doing, Kathy, too, with the wildlife habitat, you're proving you can put a garden and really anywhere it can be in the city in an old town in a downtown mm -hmm. And still take care of nature because you need those spots in a city. You, you, we need to do that. We, that's that's something on each of us. I wish every business would cater to that. But Becky, you got kind of lucky with this. <laughs> almost three hundred acres. Yeah, we were. Well, we put it together. We put it together over twenty years mm -hmm. um, in order to keep it from being developed. Mm -hmm. um, it's our view, and we don't want to be looking at another house. 
on our views. So we put we we started out with 70 acres and now we have 265 and um, we're really happy to have it. I mean, I, there are times when I can look out my office window and I can see bighorn sheep on the cliffs across from me. Oh, nice. Okay, now that's just that's just not fair. <laughs> that's just not well I can't complain I do parks across the country but I mean you know Nancy and I would like it that, that's the thing I mean we went on the road full-time because we we're like we want nature all of all the time you know as much as right. possible there's um I think we do need it like you're saying so the casitas I think obviously you being 40 minutes away from Silver City bringing in your own food and just kind of there's something about that just being in nature and then not actually having to hustle and bustle if that's the kind of nature retreat you want to go for yeah. so tell us about the casitas how many you have and yeah you can have wi-fi right oh we do have wi-fi absolutely okay. who can we can't really live without it so and we get people who come here working too yeah and they need it or just to keep in touch now we've got five casitas four of them have a single bedroom and one of them has two bedrooms they all have full kitchens um, they all have a living room and a dining area. They've all got a porch and a picnic table and a barbecue grill um, nice. and a fireplace. Um, and they're, they're fully stocked. We even, we stock breakfast foods in them for people. If we often get, we'll often get people who get here and they didn't think to bring any food with them. So we keep restaurant grade steak and chicken available, frozen to sell to people Um so it's it's great and there's a lot of people who travel who who when they're working they don't get to cook and when they travel they want to cook mm. so we get those people too so it's not like you know i mean there's people that would like to have a restaurant and they'd also like to have a tv and they'd like to have a bar nearby well we're not going to those people aren't going to come here and that's mm. fine they're going to go see kathy and steve <laughs> they're going to come yeah with that's us. right they're going nice. to go to albuquerque and and have a great time we get to people who want to hike, who want to bird watch, who want to look for rocks, who just want to be outside. Last weekend, last week, we had a family from Louisiana, from New Orleans, oh. two kids, nine and We're seven. escaping Mardi Gras? Um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, absolutely. And um, they, those kids, they were here for five days. They never left. The kids refused to leave. Oh, uh. That's how much they liked it here. They were just out constantly. And the little boy, he was seven. He was constantly, well, can we go for another walk? Can we go for another walk? Let's go down to the creek. And we love that. We love that's that. You know, that's that's why we do this. Mm. For that. So, Kathy, uh, the food experience, we know how delicious your food is. You've got treats. You get treats when you when you check in. We want the treats. Uh, but also wonderful breakfast. But you are... you. I mean, that's the thing. You come in tired. I think every traveler can relate. You maybe you've gone through traffic or a flight mm -hmm. delay or whatever. So, you know, travel's never a hundred percent easy, but you know, it's a lot of times the best thing in the world to do. So when you get to the place that you're checking into, you want somebody nice and smiling to you, making you feel comfy. And then you want to be able to go get a cocktail if you want. <laughs> Or, or margarita in your case, or some really good food. And you've got restaurants just, I mean, steps away. You don't have to get back in the car. No, that's why people really love the location that we have here. I mean, we are right in Old Town and there are 
you know, quite a few really good restaurants within walking distance. And people love the fact that they can go in any direction and walk to a restaurant and not have to get back in their car and drive again. And if they want a margarita or something, they can walk and go get one. Um, so we have uh, quite a selection of, of uh, restaurants really close by and then the greater Albuquerque area too. I mean, we have all kinds of recommendations. If they're looking for something in particular, we probably can recommend a good restaurant for that. You know, I know Albuquerque is big on the arts, uh, hot air ballooning, of course, right? Mm -hmm. And flamenco, there's all kinds, you know, and turquoise. Um, but I also want to go back to Becky on this because I know that you have a gallery, right? You and Michael are also artists. We do. And um, we do. you get artists that come there to paint or play near paint or just photograph? Yeah, we get a lot of people come with cameras with really long lenses and other people have their sketch pads or watercolors and stuff. So we do get arts. We have in our gallery, I make jewelry and Michael paints. So we have those things and some other local people as well. So we have a, uh, we have a very nice gallery. People comment on it, on it all the time. Um, nice. But let me, I'll just say we have a few events, outdoor events coming up in um, this spring too down here. Oh, right um, Yes, there is a mountain bike race um, on April 1st. It happens every year. And then in the middle of April, there's the CDC Trail Days. That's the Continental Divide oh, yes, um, because it right. goes right through here. Mm -hmm. So there is a weekend celebration for that, which attracts a lot of hikers. And at the end of the month is the Tour of the Gila Bicycle mm -hmm. Race, which was a really big race. That'll be happening again this year. And, um, and then at the beginning of June, we have a rodeo, mm -hmm. which is a part of the pro circuit. So we, you know, we got we've got great events going on down here we've got um two excellent museums one is belongs to the university and it's full of Mimbres pottery and the other is the silver city museum where you can learn the history of the area how it started and and who started it and um see pieces of 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 that so mm -hmm. of the really of the old west mm -hmm. so and the downtown is a, is a historic area too. Oh, I love your downtown. Um, yeah. That's such Silver a cute, and all the art galleries too. I mean, tons yeah. of galleries. Yeah, and Silver City's downtown is um, all brick. Mm -hmm. The buildings are brick so that they wouldn't burn. Mm. And the Big Ditch Park in spring is beautiful. And the big, the big is the Big Ditch is the Big Ditch because it used to be Main Street. Mm -hmm. That's the history of the Big Ditch. It was Main Street until it washed out. See. took there's only one house left that was on main street and it was a woman who came up with the big ditch idea it's yes. women's history month let's just say you know okay. it's march yes. <laughs> it may be february 28th today but it's march what second or third when this airs but um that's the thing you know we've got to look i mean the women in in history of new mexico we should do a whole show on that i mean look start yes. with the innkeepers how about that yes. you know but um yeah i mean you've got was it madam millie am i oh yes Ma i was oh, just yeah. thinking of madam millie <laughs> i had to i had to bring her up she but she yeah. raised money for kids and orphans and yeah. she did some good things she was a she madam did. but she was yeah. a kind her, of her house is still there yeah yeah isn't that the only one that didn't flood no, no, that wasn't that wasn't hers. This is a different one, but um, no, it, it the house that house is still standing. I believe that now it's it's a care home. So okay. it, but it just it you know I mean it just continues. So yeah, there's That's a awesome. lot of a lot of history. Lots I love of that old west. And Albuquerque, my gosh, you got the museums. I mean, 
there i remember when we came out to albuquerque i just realized like there's you need to spend like a long time to get through everything that you have you would and i still haven't and i've been here for 19 years <laughs> okay so there it we, is we have we have uh 20 museums in albuquerque and um i've been to the the big ones of course we've got the balloon museum uh the albuquerque museum is fabulous the natural history museum explores a hands-on science museum and the rattlesnake museum those are all right here in old town and then we've got of course the uh the balloon museum and we've got the national atomic museum and i can't wheels museum oh, of transportation we even have a telephone museum which i swear i want to go to it's a little <laughs> tiny one down in uh, downtown Albuquerque. And it, it's the site of the very first telephone exchange in Albuquerque back in the day when that was a job for a woman who was a telephone operator to take that plug and connect it from your line to someone else's line. Um, that's in that was the old telephone exchange, and I swear I want I want to go down and see the telephone museum. I want to go there and go one ringy dingy. <laughs> you got to do that. That's, but that's fascinating. And that kind of yeah, you know, when you go back to that era, we don't want to lose that history. You know, now everybody's walking around, you know, with their their hands glued to with well, their phones mm -hmm. glued in their hands. I mean, who would have thought, you know, where we would end up. You know, it's just, it's amazing when you think that. Any any special events that uh, you have, you know, off the top of your head for April or March, April, May? Oh, my goodness. Because, uh, I mean, that's... Well, we've, we've got some big ones. And when the weather starts getting nice, um, they, we start having the festivals and stuff again. Uh, I'm just getting ready to send out a newsletter on Friday. And the big thing, the big festival coming up at the end of April is the Gathering of Nations. It is the largest Native American powwow in the country. And that's the last weekend in April. Um, we've also got the New Mexico Renaissance Celtic Festival in March, um, the Southwest Chocolate and Coffee Fest in April. I mean, who wouldn't like that one? Um, and then we've got the New Mexico Wine Festival that that one's in May, and then the the flamenco festival is in June, I believe. I don't that'll be coming up on a future newsletter. Um, uh, Albuquerque is actually home to the National Institute of Flamenco, and is the largest apparently the largest presence of flamenco outside of Spain, something yeah. like that. So definitely for North America, right. Right. Definitely for North America. And, and then the Turquoise Museum, that's something I want to go oh, yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently they talk about how half of the turquoise we see in the world is not really what we think it is. And they have the, the biggest collection of turquoise in the world. Uh, I think that in the, is, okay, maybe North America. It's owned by the, Low, the Lowry family. And oh, um, wow. they've been here since the mid 1800s. And the, 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 Great, great, great grandfather Lowry um, apparently bought up a lot of turquoise mining interests, and they just have an incredible amount of still raw turquoise ore. Um, the interesting that thing about turquoise around the world, it has mostly been mined out. Mm. So um, what what is left in ore is pretty much what it is. Um, and that's and it's high grade ore. So then, what happens when when those mines get played out and the best ore is gone? What you're left with is the low grade, and it's softer and it's chalkier 
Um, and the reason they, it's still turquoise, but it's not natural turquoise. You have to say natural, that means it's raw, it's ore that hasn't had anything done to it except for cut for shape. Um, so what they found they can do with that very low grade chalky ore is that they can heat it to high temperature and shape it and it acquires the turquoise color, um, but it's not considered natural oil, natural ore because okay. natural turquoise because it's been artificially produced from the low grade chalky ore. And then wow. it's it's impregnated with a resin to stabilize. Right. It's to called sta stabilized. Yes, stabilized. stabilized. And mm -hmm. ninety five percent of the turquoise on the market today is stabilized. Okay, so so it's not like fake. Turquoise. It's not fake it's turquoise. stabilized turquoise. It's stabilized. I had no idea I was going to get a geology lesson today. This is cool. <laughs> this is very cool. Do you work with turquoise, Becky? I do. I do. Okay. And, and I try to work with turquoise from American mines, and there's not that many of them. Um, as, as Kathy said, the, the turquoise has been mined out. There's one very famous mine in Arizona, the Sleeping Beauty Mine, mm -hmm. that produces a turquoise they're the only mine in the world that produces this particular color of turquoise. And I guess about five or six years ago, the um, it now this, all this turquoise, most of it is a byproduct of a copper mine. Okay, so it's the tailings from a copper mine. Um, well, well, the copper mine got sold and the new owners didn't want to be bothered with the turquoise and the permitting and everything that was required to go with it. So this they, the people that were taking the Sleeping Beauty tailings and making stones could no longer do that. And the minute that happened, the price of that turquoise skyrocketed. Oh my gosh. Okay, because all there is now is whatever's left, whatever's left, okay? And there won't be any more. And it's just, it's amazing. I mean, I, if, you know, you sit here and you say, oh, well, if I'd only known, I could have bought a whole lot of that stuff before a strand of bees went from $20 to $200. Right, and, exactly. Um, yeah. Wow. Well, I would have gone to the museum because I think that would be really interesting to learn even more and, mm -hmm. you know, see see some of the art that's made with it, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Turquoise, it, it's just a special color. And I think it really goes with the skies that you get too. The yeah. big, beautiful, you know, the, the Southwest sky you can't, you know, that, that's part of the land of enchantment is getting that. And, and I think what's interesting too is people don't realize that you do have forest and mountain in New Mexico. And I, I wanted to touch on that because Kathy, you do have the Sandia Mountains that that doesn't that make a nice scenic drive for people that just want to go on a day drive? Oh yeah, it's 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 spectacular. And you can see the Sandias from just about anywhere in Albuquerque. Um, they go up to 10,300 and something feet. So they really loom over the city, but um, they're absolutely spectacular. So you can drive, it's, it's we have, um, for guests, we have a, a number of day trips lined up, and one of those is uh, the Turquoise Trail. So okay. if you go I-40 east through to Harris Pass and then take State Road 14 north, that is the Turquoise Trail. And as it implies, it goes up through uh, Sirius and Madrid area and they're old mining towns. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so as Becky said, there's there's all kinds of different minerals and ores up there. And there was some turquoise. Um, and uh, Madrid is a charming little town. It is, uh, you can still see some of the old mining buildings and the tailings, you know, piles of tailings and all of that. But um, it got discovered by artists 
as an inexpensive place to live near Santa Fe. And they started putting their um, their studios out there. And then they started having cafes and coffee shops and uh, putting their art galleries out there. And it it became a real, um, it's, a, it's just a charming little town. Um, and uh, when we lived here, we got out of the service in 78 and came here. We had done a drive down that down the turquoise trail, which I don't, I'm not sure if it was even called the turquoise trail then. They really made a, a really nice um, um, uh, trip out of this. Um, we drove through Madrid and there wasn't even, there was not a soul around, not a car in sight. And like you see in the Western movies, there wasn't even this lone dog trotting across the street. <laughs> it literally was an abandoned town. And then we were gone for 20 years and came back and said, holy cow, you know, look at Madrid and it's, it, it's really a great place and some really, really nice restaurants out there. Um, casual, but really good food. Cool. Well, casual is mm -hmm. good. When you're traveling, yeah. you do want to be casual unless you're going to a hoity-toity event, you know, it's like, you don't have to iron if you don't have to. <laughs> Nobody wants to iron or do any of that. So Becky, what about the trail of mountain spirits? Does that, um, that is a nice driving loop on the, um, eastern side of Silver City and we're we're on the western side so we so we're on the western side of the Gila National Forest and the Gila Wilderness those are our views to the okay. north and the east okay that's what we see um, we've got well we don't have a circular route here we do have um, a, a great drive up to the Glenwood area where you have the catwalk which that's is beautiful. Uh, oh the catwalk's, yeah, catwalk's awesome. gorgeous and, and then a little further on, you've got the ghost town of Mugion, which mm -hmm. is accessible all year, but in the summer between mid-May and mid-October, there's a mining museum and a cafe and- um, The pie shop. A little... Is it, isn't the pie shop there? No, that's in Dadel. Oh, okay. So, but there's, they have a little, there's a little cafe there and they make their own pies and they make real milkshakes and real hamburgers. Oh, real, real. Yes. Yeah, that's real. a big deal that is so it's a great that's a great drive in the summertime and um Mugion is uh, was a mining was a mining town um and so it's a it's in a narrow little slot canyon and it's a really pretty cool place it's a ghost town now there's only a few people that live there year round um a lot of the old buildings are still there and then there's a lot of the old shacks and stuff that are falling down and you can walk up to the cemetery um, oh, which cool. is like looking at a hundred years of history laid out right in amazing. front of you. It's amazing. It's amazing. So that's a great day trip. Those two things. And, so we have, the, catwalk, and the drive is beautiful. Tell people about the catwalk. Cause that's something that should be on people's list coming out to you. The, cat, the catwalk neat. is a wonderful hike. It's, it's not a long hike. It, the catwalk um, was, it was put up for mining. It was to tend the water lines for mining and when the mining stopped in the 30s, the CCC developed it into a recreation area. So it's been a recreation area for a long time now. It's been rebuilt a number of times because it's a narrow slot canyon. And there are times when it literally washes out, gone. Um, most recently that happened some years ago. And then for a few years, you couldn't do anything while they worked to rebuild it. Now it's rebuilt. 
and and it's great. And there's they're working on clearing even more of it beyond where the official catwalk ends so that you can continue walking. It's a wonderful, wonderful, um, beautiful, easy walk. I remember anybody. that was one of those walks that I really um, was shocked that the the biodiversity of New Mexico, like just even the way yeah. the trees and everything, I was like, yeah. wow, yeah. you go through little cave areas and the yeah. waters. Yeah, there. I remember there's water. There's, there's water flowing oh. underneath it all the time. Yeah, you're like walking on a catwalk looking down. It's cool. Yeah. Oh, man. I want to go in fall. I think fall would be beautiful there, too. It is. Fall is wonderful with the colors. Yes. Yeah. So lots happening in spring. Okay. So I want to go to your perfect spring vacation in New Mexico, each of you. All right. So because you you know you're not going to, you know, be busy or anything. I say that sarcastically because I know I know spring gets busy, so everyone should start making reservations now. Uh, you know, especially for bed and breakfast. Uh, so, Kathy, for you, you're gonna take a weekend away. You and Steve, where are you gonna go? What are you gonna do? Oh, well, <laughs> it's hard to say. And New Mexico is a really large state, and there are so many fabulous places to see. Um, so it's really hard to say. You could do Just a road about, trip. So in any direction, in any direction, yeah. there are fantastic things to see. So um, now Becky's making me wanting to go down the hill. Yeah, I do those things down there. Guys could just swap out for a weekend. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll just go down and see Becky. I, I, that's not going to happen because Michael, there's no way Michael is going to a city. Oh, oh. he's not going to go. Yeah, well, okay. Um, so well, you can run the inn. You can go. See, but that's you don't need the other to, thing. You don't, you don't need to swap, Kathy. You guys can just come down here and stay. Yes. Fine. I, I would love to do that. You have talked me into it. Because yeah, uh, you put me, you have put me up. I've stayed at your place quite a oh, few times. See, okay, I absolutely so you've stayed love there. You've oh, stayed yeah. There too. I love it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What's your they favorite even make part breakfast. of it? See, yeah, I know well, the breakfast. Me breakfast. Did, oh, yeah. the, and, and the cornmeal pancakes, the blue cornmeal pancakes. You got to have that. That's, that's a favorite. And okay, so. Just saying, though, going on your own and travel, that is something oh, I do want to say for solo travelers, bed and breakfast, hands down, are one of the best places to go and stay mm -hmm. because you, you, you're you not alone alone. You know what I mean? And you can meet people, but you can have your own time that as you, you know right. what I mean? And it's yeah. kind of a safer thing. You know, it's not like you're in this huge hotel where you're just like, here's your bottled water. <laughs> <laughs> no, do they even give you that they don't even give you that anymore. some do some give you cookies but it's not the same as a bed and breakfast it's not it's just not it's not the same but but this is about the authentic experience but I think for and I know a lot of women who travel alone and they want to go to those places where they can walk in and feel okay get get an overview of where you are you know, where to walk, where not to walk, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I, I just want to say that it's, there's, because I know a lot of people traveling on their own, and I've mm -hmm. met them in bed and breakfast, and going, and younger generation, too, of, of solo travelers, so um, just saying, it's a good thing, so, it, and, and Mother's Day's coming, so that's another thing, so for mommy-daughter getaways, that's another yeah. good way, so yeah. Kathy, I gave you time to think now. <laughs> okay, okay, well, it's, it's, it's really difficult because there are top, and there are lots of places in New Mexico that I have not been. So- um, Okay, so I, where do you wanna go? 
Um, well, I would like to go back to Las Vegas, New Mexico. I mm. love that. It's a historic town. They have, I think it's 175 historic buildings in 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 the it's a it's a small city uh dating back to the 1800s at one time it was considered uh it was in the running to be the state capital um and the and the railroad came through las vegas um before it before it hit albuquerque um so las vegas is a charming town santa fe is always on my top picks there's so much to do there and see there um and boy, do you have a bunch of B and Bs to choose from in Santa Fe? Yep, yep. Mm. Um, and of course, there's the whole um, Bandelier National Monument, uh, Los Alamos area up there. Um, Chama is really pretty, um, and the Chama Rail. I do want to do the the um, it's the Cumbres and Toltec uh, Railroad that goes from Chama up into uh, Southern Colorado. I've always wanted to do that, but I have not yet made that one. Um, uh, let's see, in the oh, Farmington oh, Aztec oh. area, they've got some really nice ruins up there. Chaco Canyon, mm -hmm. Gallup. I mean, you name any place and there's so much different things to do there. That's a really cool loop to do because we've kind of done it. Um, Nancy and I have mm -hmm. done that kind of loop, but um, mm -hmm. Las Vegas is really fascinating with its history and the hotels. And mm -hmm. just also, just like you were saying, all those historic buildings and then the plaza downtown. Right. But outside of Las Vegas is Fort Union National Monument. We call it Fort Windy. I know I know, <laughs> it's known as Fort Windy, but it's really fascinating because I think it's like you can see two stages of the fort um, and it's mm -hmm. all this red adobe and um, it's just this incredible history. Meantime, there's elk and pronghorn in the background. It's part of the mm -hmm. Santa Fe Trail. Um, so I, I encourage people to go to Fort Union and when you go there, you see what the old hospital was like and you go, oh, I'm so glad I wasn't there. And then you see the jail and then you go, oh, I'm so glad I wasn't in the jail there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but but it's really, really a, a cool place to go, but you can do that whole route. I mean, and, mm -hmm. and connect it all, all the way to Albuquerque. I mean, these road trips you can do in New Mexico, like if you start at Becky's and go up to you and then up to, oh my, that's a road trip. That's what I mm -hmm. think. That's that's the one way to do it is a road trip. Oh, we have to do that on a show. We'll have to have everyone come on and represent their spot on the road trip. Let's do a New Mexico road trip. I want to go. That's I'm I, I've got itchy feet. Sorry, it's <laughs> I do. I miss the West. But uh, Becky, what about you? Where do you want to go? If I think if I were able to go, I would like to go up to and stay with our member, the Grand Hacienda at Abacu oh, Lake. Yeah. Yeah, because she's out there in the middle of nowhere, just like we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that would be absolutely wonderful. And a different view. Completely it's different. It's a stunning yeah. property. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you've been there. Yeah, it's it's absolutely there. fabulous. It's up on it's up on the top of a hill. Um, and it's outside of Abiquiu, which is Georgia O'Keeffe's ghost ranch uh, territory. And again, the stars out there are amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just a it's a fabulous property and again it's a getaway so yep. that's a place yeah. yeah that's a place where you want to go and get away from the city and see the stars and see the wildlife oh i like yeah. this yeah okay well you guys you've, you've got me like itchy to go i know our audience is going to be wanting to go so everybody start booking go to i so, got to send everyone to the website uh the main so, website yeah, and so listen Nancy, let me remind you that NMBBA, the New Mexico B&B Association, has a new website. It's beautiful. Okay? 
and it is gorgeous. Um, you can you can check availability for all of our members right from there. And we've also added a blog. Mm, well, we get two awesome. new things. One is there's an article about all of each one of our innkeepers is up there. There's a meet the innkeeper article, which tells you how they came to be doing what they're doing, which is absolutely fascinating. It is fascinating to know what led people to become an innkeeper because everybody's story is different. But we also are doing a blog and we're focusing on the lesser known places to visit in New Mexico. So that's uh, something else that people can can see. I love it. I love it. And the website's awesome. And so it, it makes you really want to go there. And, and, you know, if you've been to New Mexico, you're just going to want to go right back. And if you haven't been, you're going to want to go now. So <laughs> that's the way to go. And so uh, everyone, let's go back to your website. Becky, you want to give everyone your website? It's casitasdehila.com and Gila is G-I-L-A. So um, <clears throat> do you have yeah. any Gila monsters? <laughs> no, you know, I've been here 20 really more years. Arizona, I've yeah. seen two. Yeah. They stay underground. They're not, they're yeah. underground animals. Very they're shy. Cool. They're cool though. Those in Chuck Wallers are neat, man. Okay, yeah. now I am homesick. Okay, <laughs> Kathy, you want to give everyone your website? Yes, ours is www.bodker.com. That's B-O-T-T-G-E-R.com. Thank you all for joining us, everyone. Again, we are here every uh, second Thursday. Go to bigblendradio.com. Gracious hosts, unique lodging, and tasty cuisine. New Mexico bed and breakfasts are New Mexico true. Our innkeepers are as special as New Mexico, and we're sharing their stories. Read about them and plan your trip at nmbba.org.